Lights, action, performance. It's time to showcase yourself with us. It's the Entertainment Biz Podcast. So today we're joined by Emma Kelly, uh, singer, uh, musician. So whereabouts are you from, Emma? So I'm from a little village called Windlesham in Surrey. Okay, so... uh, Tell us about your musical journey. When did it begin for you? Sort of, when did you discover music for the very first time? I would say really from such a young age. My mum always used to tell me I'd like sit in the car whenever we'd like play music and always like harmonise with all the songs. And so after that, I then decided I was like, oh, I'll go into musical theatre. And so I did that from about the age of ooh, five and then I ended up going to a school for that. and But then at around 15, 16, I was like, no, actually, I, I don't like this. I don't love this anymore. I'm not in love with it. It's not something I can see myself doing for the rest of my life. So at that point, I was like, I just I really just want to write songs and sing them and perform them on a stage. And so then I really went down the avenue of songwriting and just loved it. I was always writing like in a journal when I was a kid and like spilling all my thoughts out onto paper and so at that point I was like nope I just want to sing and yeah that's where I've all evolved from. Can you remember some of those first songs that you heard? What when I was in the car? Yeah. Yeah um gosh I listened to a lot of Lily Allen which isn't probably the best um like role model sort of thing as loads people would say but I just loved her um I also loved a lot of Queen um, my dad would always play Queen on our like vinyl that we had at home, so I'd always sing along to hit them. Um, and then a lot. My mum loved David Bowie, so we always listened to David Bowie. And then quite a lot of Mika as well. He was always a he was always a good person to listen to. And then has the these musical influences influenced what you're doing now? Definitely, definitely. I took a lot of inspiration from Freddie Mercury. I just taking like how you have different personas when you're off stage versus on stage. You definitely have to, once you go onto stage, it's, you are, you're doing a show, you're performing to people and they want the best form of yourself compared to when you're in writing mode, jotting down a song is completely different to me as to how I am when I'm on stage. You really have to go into the depth of, depth of yourself when you're writing to get the best song out personally, in my opinion. So I definitely took a lot of inspiration from him as well. A lot from Lily Allen as well. I like to, I feel like her songs are very story-like and I, that's how I like my songs to be. I always take inspiration from, say, a friend telling me a story about what's happened in their life and I'm like, oh, that could actually be a really cool song. Um, so where about do you start for, uh, with writing a song? You say you get a story, you hear a story from a friend. And then what happens from there? Yeah, it depends each time. I tend to get lots of lyrical inspiration all the time. And sometimes that won't turn into a song. But it's always, I always find it better to get get it onto paper. And if it later evolves into something, then that's great. If it doesn't, it's I've, at least I've got it out of my brain. Um, sometimes I'll just go into the studio with like one of the guys I always write with. And we'll just kind of like talk for a bit. And just be like, he'll be like, what's going on with your life at the moment? And we'll just kind of talk. And then he'll start producing a beat. And then I'll just start writing. And then we kind of evolve a song from that. Creative minds then you both got then. Yeah. 
it's definitely good to work with like I work with some really talented creative people and so that's always a blessing do you want to give us some shout outs to the, some of these people yeah so I work mostly with a guy called Max Smith and then I also do a lot of writing as well with the guy who plays p- keys for me when I play live and he's called Z Yu Chong <laughs> unusual name yeah he's oh where's his mum from uh, his mum's from like a little island just off Portugal. So I think that's where all of like, because his first name is actually Zizinio. And when do you discover these creative vibes then? Oh, it kind of varies. I do a lot of, well, well when we were able to travel, um, I did a lot of people watching and I find that really creative because you're always like watching someone like on a train. You're like, I wonder what's like going on with their life. You kind of like invent a whole story. And that can sometimes turn into a song. Whereabouts do you perform? Or did you perform? So I was mostly performing around London. So I did lots of spots around there. I've played in Brighton a couple of times, but mostly London. Okay, nothing locally? Not really, to be honest. I've done, when I was at university, I played, I went to university in Guildford. So I've played in Guildford a couple of times and that was always really fun because it was a local crowd. Like you had all your friends from uni there as well. So that was always such a good atmosphere. What was it like to be performing in London, for instance? Because that's a that's a huge market. Yeah, definitely. It's been daunting at times. It's also been when I was first playing gigs, you were kind of I was kind of just saying yes to everything. And so you definitely I think that did build up confidence because you do sometimes have the gigs where there's like no one there and you are just performing to two, three people. And it's definitely like you learn from that because it's like not every time there's going to be loads of people and then as I've played more gigs there's been more people there and so it's always different but I do I do love playing in London especially when you have it's such a big city it's like you you could play in one part of London it can can be completely different to another part of London can you remember that first gig that you did yeah um it was I think my first yeah my first one was actually there was quite a few people there, which was really nice. And I suppose maybe it does almost like build you up to an expectation because you always think loads of people are going to be there. So my first gig was good. I think it was at a pub called The Half Moon in Putney and they put on like a music night and it was really good fun. Like friends came down to watch and then there were loads of other artists playing as well. So it was a good networking opportunity as well. So that was definitely fun and it was a good first experience. And can you remember that first time you walked into the studio when you're thinking, this is great, this is fantastic, this is really what I want to do. How daunting was it for you? It was surreal because I think when you actually step into like a, a studio and you see all of this equipment, so many instruments, you're like, wow. And for me, I was just like, oh, I just know this is where I want to be. Like I could happily sit in a studio all day long just sitting there staring. Um and watch people do what they're doing because it is just it's amazing like even when you go even if I go into a writing room where there's not much as much equipment we literally will just go into like a room there's a few instruments we've got the laptop up with the monitors and we're just writing but when you go in when I go in to properly record the track everything's there like in all its shining glory and just like wow I still get that feeling now to be honest so when you go uh, are you one of these musicians that it's pretty hands-on where you go, right, I don't like that bit there. Can you change that bit, et cetera? Or do you, de- do you leave that to the experts to do? No, I definitely have an opinion 
I like to there's I obviously have such an element of trust with the guys I work with so I always if I disagree but then they're like no trust me this works I I do tend to go off what their opinion is because they're so good at what they do and it does end up like I'll get another I'll get a second mix back and I'll be like oh no yeah that does really work so it's definitely good I feel to have the trust with someone you're working with to have the back of back and forth and be like this works oh no maybe this doesn't work so I definitely like to say oh no I don't like that or yeah that could work just because you want the best final product you can fit you can get how would you describe your music then if anyone was to discover you going oh this is Emma Kelly uh x y x y tell us so i would say that i write quite oh like ambiguous pop sort of thing like it's pop music but there's a story behind it it's quite there's an element of grit behind it um but it's definitely feel good okay pop music is a huge market to cover there so who would you say you you look to and go yeah, I'm pretty similar to that kind of artist, would you say? You know, literally speaking about the charts and uh, current music that the trends are going through now, would you say you you are with those kind of people at the moment? Yeah, there's a few artists that I wouldn't say that are necessarily like in the top 10 at the moment, but I would say there's two girls that I'm like, oh yeah, I could support them in a show sort of thing. There's one girl called Gracie, and there's one girl called Griff. And they're definitely artists I'd say I'd fit in the if you say went on to Spotify or Apple and they had the artists similar to, I'd say I'd be similar to them. Yeah, that's quite good, isn't it? Because you never know, they might be listening to the podcast and they're going, oh yeah, do let's have a listen to her music. Oh yeah, she'd be suitable, wouldn't she? You, you never know who could be listening to a podcast, you know. Exactly. Bev? Yeah. I'm just listening here, trying to get a picture of you, Emma. What, how old are you? And Well, I have been telling everyone that I stayed the same age as last year after the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> so I've been telling everyone I'm still 22, but I'm actually 23. Yeah, that's a good idea. You're 23 now. You sound very, you've got a very um, wise voice, a very mature voice, I'd say. So if you had uh, to collaborate with someone uh currently who who would that be would it be one of those two artists that you've just named there would you say Ooh. i don't actually think i would i think i'd say there's a couple american artists that i think are really good there's a guy called alexander 23 and then there's also a guy called jeremy zucker and i think they're really they're just they're putting out pop music but i feel like it's quite alternative at the same time and they put twists on how they produce their like music so i would say one of those two okay that's, that's interesting to hear so uh, um you would like to be performing you know um at the current moment in time but obviously due to covid uh, restrictions that are affecting everyone at the moment how does this make you feel when you are kind of an artist just screaming to get out of the studio so people can hear you? How does this make you feel as an artist? It is it is like an, it's so frustrating and it's so annoying and it's it's really deflating at times I can't lie. I just think it's we never knew this was going to happen which is also so annoying like and it's doesn't help that we have no understandably we have no end date for this 
So it's not like we can either go, oh, okay, it's fine. We know this is going to end in X, Y, Z. So we can prepare the show, book the venue to play when like the day after it ends because we don't know that. So it is, I definitely have good days and bad days where I'm like, okay, this is fine. We can just focus into other things, like focus on the next like branding of stuff but obviously other days I'm like oh I just want to be on a stage like singing to like loads of people and like loads of people discover my music and love it so it's definitely good days and bad days so yeah well at least you're doing a bit of your homework now really by doing an interview with us and stuff like that that's getting the name out there isn't it that's what's so important to you you young artists that are trying to reach the uh, what is your ultimate goal would you say then um that's a tough one I find I think when you're younger you have such a like a a wide view on things you're like oh I just want to be like in the top 10 sort of thing but I think now I just want to be I just want I'd love people just a few people to just love my music the ones that listen to it and whether that's a hundred people or a hundred thousand people that will just I think that'll make me feel like I've done like yeah I've done I've done well for myself so obviously I'd love to be able to live comfortably and do music as a full-time career rather rather than having to work alongside as well. Now I'm going to ask you this question everyone on the team knows that I'm a big Eurovision fan I've been to many Eurovisions over the last couple of years doing some work and etc like that is this a platform that you would like to climb to and let's talk about some of the reality shows that are on the TV is it a direction that you would like to take or have you taken? I personally wouldn't. Um, I think if we were more successful in the Eurovision as a country, then maybe. But considering we always come last or second last, it's just not really not really something I would go down. Um, the same with TV shows. I think where I went to a school where we were always approached to do these shows, so we kind of saw the darker side of things it's definitely put me off ever wanting to do it. What actually puts you off then? Um, For me, the like business side of things, there's lots of like, everyone's always said to us, oh, there's so much that we don't, we don't get shown obviously. And I think from looking further into artists that have been successful out of it and have then tried to get out of their deals, puts a worry on me as an upcoming artist okay that's interesting so what are your plans for the rest of the year hopefully fingers crossed everyone can get out to see you etc yeah that's the the main hope i'm still pushing through with the zoom writing sessions so that's the main thing i'm doing at the moment and then just prepping all my new music so it's getting that sense distribution then getting all the marketing sorted and then hopefully i'd love to play another show this year that would really be a dream. What do you mean about the Zoom writing sessions? Do you take lessons then? So at the moment where we can't really go into the studios, we've kind of taken, when it's just a writing session, so we don't need to get everything fully recorded, like vocals wise, we can just do all of our writing sessions on Zoom. So if we want to write a new song, we can just hop on Zoom and write one there. So you're sitting watching each other and writing as if you're in the same room. Yeah. And it's really cool as well when we're on a session, like if I work with a producer, they can link the studio sound through Zoom. 
so I can like listen to exactly what they're doing at the same time because sometimes things do get a bit distorted when you're on like a, a video platform. That's quite an interesting idea. I've not, not heard of this before, so yeah. Um, so is that available for anyone that you know might be listening to this podcast thinking, oh, that's a quite a good idea. Can they join it? Yeah, I'm not sure what the like connection is, but I'm sure it would, if you just typed into Google, it'll pop up. But it is really neat because it means I can visually see what's going on, but then also so max would like send me the link to the what he's typing on like if he's either using logic and i can see exactly what's going on and it's just really neat because it means we can like interact and like build the song together both visually and audibly oh it's amazing how we manage to be a bit more flexible and work out different ways of achieving what we need to yeah definitely i think the first like last year when it was like first introduced and we were like oh this will only last two weeks everyone kind of took like a two-week holiday and was like oh it's actually nice to have some time off um but then obviously as things like continued we were like okay so we're actually gonna have to start doing some like work now or else we're all gonna be sat on our bums for the rest of the year so do you find that you're kind of going in have you got a little notepad with you or like a little dictaphone that you think of lyrics for songs yes i have a notepad I love physically writing rather than just typing into my notes on my phone, which I know lots of people do and they're like, they prefer that way. I just find as well, cause you can keep the notepad, like when you finish a notepad, you can keep it. And like, I just like the thought of like, when I'm older, I can like go back into these notepads and like have a look. Excellent. Okay, right, Emma, before you go, will you introduce your song to us, please? Yes. So one of my songs is called Drunk and that was out last June. up my hands I'm guilty yeah I'm under the influence of you you pull me down I'm so deep and I don't know what's real or what's the truth
called Lifeboats and that came out in August 2020. You keep on holding on, holding on to issues that you wouldn't want to call upon. I'm not trying to be vindictive but I've had enough Hard enough to call your bluff But I found a way to get away Away from all your flaws So I'm so cool and unpredictable Cause what you want is so habitual I'm not treading water
Well, it's been lovely to have you on the podcast here today. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. And please, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, we can meet face to face and uh, obviously have a proper kind of chat. And uh, I wish you every success in 2021. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on. Hey, thanks for listening. We very much hope you've been entertained. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Entertainment UK. You'll find all our podcasts at buzzpodcast.co.uk.